Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, welcome to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio with me, Deb Wolf. Today we have a very special guest, first time ever. I am interviewing someone who knows what your pets do when they're out of sight at the groomers, especially your cats. That's what we're going to talk about today with Brenda Bell. Welcome to the show, Brenda. Hi. Well, so you've been grooming cats a long time. When did you start grooming cats? I started grooming both cats and dogs in 1989, but I started focusing more on cats about two years ago. And now I strictly only do cats. Why did you make that shift? There's a lot of, and it's unfortunate, but there's a lot of cats that go through a lot of stress when they go to groomers. And I was hearing more and more and more about it. Every time a new one would come in about how the, how they had a bad experience and the cats were so stressed out and the people were very stressed out. That combined with the fact that my body can't do many dogs anymore. I've been doing it for so long. Oh, because they're bigger and heavier, you mean? Yeah, and, and you have to make them stand, and, and it's just hard on my body, and it's the same repetitive motion, whereas with cats, it's a whole different body thing you do. So it's much easier on my body, and I'm really good with them, so I can get them to be calm. So it's very rewarding. Okay, so I didn't actually picture, I've groomed many dogs, and I've brushed my own cats, but I, I don't really, like, they don't stand? Well, what position are they in? Cats? When you, yeah, when you groom a cat, are they sort of, I mean, are they arched back and hissing at you? Like what? Oh, never. No, no, no. <laughs> They're lying down. We get them to lie down and we come one side and then we turn them over and we do the other side is how we do it. Okay. Um, but if we're clipping them, we let them lay down and on their sort of when they're sitting up at a lay down position, but not on their side. And we'll clip them that way. And then we just turn them around. Yeah. And they put up with all of this. They don't, I mean, I've, I've got experience with cats, lots of it. And I mean, you get like a minute or two and then they decide, no, thank you. And then you have like five seconds before they lose it. Do have you had a cat lose it on you? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's less common now, the more frequently I do it. Now that I've been focusing more on it, I don't have the same issues with that. Like I used to when I first started grooming them. Because I was more nervous. So when right. they start to make that screaming noise and you kind of, your heart kind of jumps and then you go, oh my God. And then that stresses the cat out. Now when they scream, we just kind of go, okay, chill out. You're fine. And- <laughs> okay. What what do you mean by scream? Do you mean the, yeah. oh, show me, show me what? Yeah. When they just, before they hiss and spit at you, that kind of noise. <laughs> what does it sound like? I'm not sure I've heard this. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I've heard that. Yes, I have. All right, yeah, I- you come out of screen. Interesting. Okay. Well, for the people listening out there, and we've got lots of listeners with a cat who probably yeah. needs to be sedated every time it has a tangle or needs it something. What do you suggest they do at home to get it more relaxed? To get it more relaxed, if, they, if they're not able to do it at home, it makes it much harder for them when they go to a groomer because then the, they're not used to that that whole sensation, right? So I always tell people 
start small. I said, start before they get matted, before they stay tangled, use something really light and just brush them and make it a really positive thing. Give them a treat, end it on a positive note. Don't wait till they're stressed to stop. Stop when you want to stop, stop before, rather than waiting for them mm-hmm. to freak. Because as soon as they do that, you've ended it on a bad note. And that's what, what sticks with them. So you, you want to have a positive memory when it's associated with them. And they're going to remember the last part of it more than they're going to remember the beginning. So you want to end it positively. So you, just a short little brush, brush with a brush, give them a treat and send them on their way. And then next time they come, they're going to want it more. They're going to understand that it's positive. They get a treat and it's, it's not a big deal. And then you can increase the amount of time. And you don't wait till it's matted. If Most people don't start brushing them until they start to get matted. And that's painful. So mm-hmm. to yank those mats out when and try and brush those mats are very, very sore. I mean, I always tell people, now picture yourself with a really, women can really understand it with a tight ponytail that doesn't come out for days. And then, and now picture that being part of it being attached to your arm and part of it being attached to your body. And every time you move, oh. it pulls, hurts like crazy. And when I see some of these cats with those mats, they end up being, there's bruises on their skin when we take the mats off because it hurts them so much when they pull it bruises their skin and it can scar up their skin too. It changes the coat texture underneath because they yank it out. It's horrible. It's really quite painful for cats more so than dogs even. Well, and it can rip and tear the skin too, right? And then infection. Absolutely. It'll cut into their skin. I've seen it where it's cut into their paws and into their tails where it's like a gouge because it gets so tight. Mm-hmm. It just cuts off circulation. It's not good. So if you're out there right now thinking of getting a cat, I totally recommend it and rescue a cat for sure. I mean, it's only about 16% of the cats in a shelter get adopted. So they really need you. But if you're listening to this thinking, oh my God, that's too high maintenance. I would never do all that. Then don't get a long haired cat. Please yeah, exactly. get the shortest, shortest coat you can find. Not the hair list, because that's kind of special needs too. Well, they yeah, they get a lot of regular grooming too. Actually, they get more regular grooming than a, a long haired cat. Okay, so we're gonna go to break and come back and find out why a bald cat needs more grooming than a hairy cat. Stay tuned <laughs> on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. How many of you have pets? My hand's raised. Now think about how lucky you are to have such a sweet little pet in your life. And that pet is lucky to have you too. But unfortunately, there are countless pets out there that don't have a home to call their own. However, Bob's from Skechers is trying to change that. So we developed Bob's for dogs and cats to help pets in need. With every purchase of adorable Bob's footwear or fun, stylish apparel, or even the cutest Bob's pet accessories, Skechers makes a donation to Petco Love to help save shelter pets. And with your help, we've already saved the lives of over 1 million pets and raised over $7 million. So while you're getting style and comfort with features like Skechers' famous memory foam cushioning, you're also helping to save an adorable pet in need and helping another lucky owner be connected with a future best friend and companion because happiness is having a loving pet by your side. Find Bob's at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, select Petco locations, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, we're back on Animal Party on Pet Life Radio. And, uh, well, 
We're talking with Brenda Bell about grooming cats. I mean, I'd love to see a novice attempt this, but why is it that a hairless cat needs grooming? Well, they have a lot more oils in their skin, so they end up getting acne and a lot of, and they can get a fungus buildup on their skin if they're not being groomed properly on a regular basis. They get pretty gross, actually. Well, I find they have an odd odor to them myself. Like, I notice their scent. Yeah, if they're not getting groomed regularly, they have a really strong scent, and that's a bacteria growing on their skin. So they probably need, like, antifungal shampoo? Is that what they need? Not at, only if it gets bad. Yeah, if you don't oh, do okay. it, if you keep it up, it should never get to that point. If Once it, it happens, if you bath them regularly, it works really well. So I'm, most people with hairless cats, I have a few that I do every three, four weeks. So they come in, they get a bath, we clean them all up, we get all rid of all the oils, we make sure we ex exfoliate their skin so they're not getting any blockages. And then they don't get the acne and they don't smell. So for a normal cat, say a long-haired cat that the owner takes care of and brushes, how often would they need to see you? I always say change of season. So because then it gets really hard for the basic owner to maintain. I mean, there are some owners that can maintain it really well, but it's pretty rare, especially the really heavy coat is like a Persian and, and the exotic short hairs and stuff where they have a very dense coat. If you're not pulling out all their dead coat from the last season, it gets tangled in there with the new coat. Brush them every day, but if you're not getting it all out, it will get matted and it's it's guaranteed to happen. Okay. So, you know, we're talking a little bit about the different coats in cats, but I'm thinking to myself, because I've done cat training, I'll go into a home where the cat is attacking the people's ankles or attacking oh, yeah. some person or, yeah, or destroying the furniture. And I, I noticed that the breeds you're naming as the ones with the longest hair are kind of the most docile, easygoing. But are they really when they're tangled? <laughs> they can. It's funny. Persians are, I find them the, either the one of the most easygoing cats or they can be most aggressive cats. <laughs> they are one or the other. And I think, I think when they get to the point where they're being more aggressive or, or more frustrated with the whole process is because they're not used to it. I find it's the ones that don't get brushed enough at home that on a regular basis, so their coats become quite tangled and matted. And then they end up being uncomfortable and in pain all the time. And they associate anything to do with their hair and people touching it as, as a painful experience. You know, this is bringing me back. I have very curly hair. And I remember my mother and I in very many battles where she would want to comb out my curls and I didn't want her to. And oh, yeah, like it's so similar to, you know, try, try to deal with a little girl with thick curly hair. Like you just a little bit at a time, a teacher that she likes it and don't hurt her and and don't leave it till it gets to be a big rasta mess because then you got a lot of work ahead of you. Oh, it's so similar. Okay, so we're going to go for our second break and come back, and I'm going to ask Brenda, what was the worst cat ever, and what was the most disgusting cat ever? We're going to stay tuned, everybody, on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. 
For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Hello, we're back on Animal Party with Pet Life Radio. Me, Deb Wolf. I'm your host today, as always. And we've got Brenda Bell talking to us about cat grooming. Okay, so here it comes. <laughs> what was the what was the most difficult, horrendous cat ever so far? So far in my career, I think. Well, there's there's a few, but over the years, there's been quite a few. We had one that was that was quite overweight, very overweight cat, lives with an elderly woman, and she wasn't able to maintain the coat. The cat wasn't even a long, he isn't even a, wasn't even long haired. He's got shorter hair, but he, because he was so overweight, he wasn't able to groom himself. So he had right. the thickest, tightest mats and <clears throat> underneath all that was the most awful skin. Oh, it was gagging. It was in such bad shape. And Plus, then he was had litter caked in his all in his feet all the oh, way up. Oh yeah, and poo and urine oh, yeah. and and the acid of that, that ammonia. Ugh. And how long did this take to clean him up? Two hours, and for a oh. short hair, a really long time because cats. I can usually have ninety percent of my cats are done within an hour and ten minutes. So to spend two hours on one cat that short haired, it's you know it's a big job. Okay, so I'm oh, two hours, yes, but an hour and ten minutes. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine getting my cat to stay still for a half an hour of grooming. And they're nice cats, and they're short haired, and they're used to being touched, but they don't have the patience. They don't. They don't. <laughs> I have. I've over the years, I've learned sort of uh, different ways of keeping them calm. So when we see them starting to get agitated, or they've said they've had enough, we give them a bit of a break. And we, we tell them how wonderful they are. And, and then I put my hand on them. And I take a deep breath. And then I say calm. Mm-hmm. And that makes sure that I'm staying centered and calm. And it helps them to stay calm. And you can feel them totally relax. their muscles just start to relax again. And then we can start again. And that's how I get to do some of them aren't too bad. Some of them don't need it the whole time. But there's some that need quite a few little breaks like that. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, they do pick up on our moods. They do. I mean, it, anybody who's ever tried to take their cat to the vet, you know, the cat that always comes and is always underfoot is all of a sudden missing, hiding because he figured out what you were up to. They're very tuned into us. So I could see how you calming yourself and your breath and then touching them would calm them. But I still think an hour, an hour, I don't know. I mean, I have one cat who likes cuddles so much that I think he would consider your grooming just a big, long cuddle session. He'd probably be purring the whole time. Do you have cats that that oh, purr yeah. and salivate and get all worked up and like they think that you're just their favorite person? Yeah, we, they do. Well, see, we use when we bath them, we use a really warm water and cats love heat. So that's calm. And then we use a really warm dryer. We dry with heat while we're combing so the eat at the same time and then the calm touch some of them people come in and think their cat's dead when i'm working on it (laughs) (laughs) well what about the noise though like a dryer is noisy 
It is. It is noisy. And same with it, because now that I'm mobile, I've got the pumps that run the, the water as well. That's something that takes a while for the cats to get used to. So what we do is we hold them really calmly and we turn it on away from them. And then we slowly bring the, it to them or them to it. And then it's much easier rather than turning it on and, and right on them. That'll freak mm. them out. 100%, yeah. Okay. So what's the most disgusting thing? Is it anal glands? Uh, anal glands are pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anal glands, I'd say are probably the grossest thing to do both on cats and dogs. Yeah. It's not as common in cats, but it's, it's definitely, it's definitely something that needs doing on the odd cat. Yeah. Okay. So can you tell people how they would get a hold of you if they're in the lower mainland and they've got a cat that needs grooming? What can they do? I'm on Facebook and Instagram and it's Brenda's mobile cat grooming. So it's, it's Brenda's grooming room. And and then it goes, my phone number is 604-813-7877. And I'm based out of Maple Ridge. Oh, nice. Like me. Yes. Oh. Where it's actually sunny today in Maple Ridge, which is fantastic. What a day. So, okay. So when a cat comes to you, what's the full, the full groom? Like, is it a bath, brush, clip, nails, what ears? Like what, what I know what a poodle gets. Is it similar? Sorry? <laughs> I know what a poodle gets. What does a cat get? Oh, they come in. The first thing we do is cut their nails. And that just in case they get for us as well as for them. Because yeah. they, some, their nails get so long that they curl into their pads. So it's really important we keep the nails trimmed. So we cut their nails. Then we check to make sure that there's no matting anywhere. If there's any mats, we clip the mats. We take yeah. a bump of coat out. A lot. We try not to do it. Some cats don't tolerate it before the bath because they haven't had the warmth and stuff. So it's it's much more pulling. It pulls on their coat more. So we'll sometimes take it out beforehand. Depends how dense the coat is. Then we put them in the tub and we give them a nice warm bath. We use a, a really wonderful shampoos that are very that exfoliate that smell amazing. And the cats, ninety percent of them are really good in the bathtub. They're really calm and, and they enjoy it. Some enjoy, most tolerate. <laughs> and uh, I still have trouble picturing this. I mean, when I've had to give a cat a bath and it's not happened often, I wore yeah. uh, goalie hockey pads. What are you wearing for this? Are you just wearing normal clothes? No padding? Yeah. No. And you, I'm looking at you. You're not visibly scarred. No. You look <laughs> like unmarked by these many. They're not just like scratching and clawing to get out of that water. Trying to climb no. right up you. No, no, no. That's amazing. If the water is, you're going to have that. We do, like I say, we don't have, we don't say it never happens, but we have maybe about one out of a hundred will try and climb over us to get out of the water, but it's pretty rare. That's amazing. Okay. Well, warm water must be doing the trick, but also you, because, because I've tried with warm water before and you know, it doesn't, it's not always successful. Okay, well, everybody, we've been talking to Brenda Bell about grooming cats, and I'd love to invite you back on another time to do another show about grooming dogs, if you're up for it. I'd love to. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I think the big takeaway here, people, is brush them. Brush them at home and get them used to being touched and, and make them comfortable so you, you don't have to sedate and your cat's not in a panic just because it doesn't know the brush or it doesn't like being touched. Get them used to it. I know it's funny to have a grumpy cat, but your grumpy cat should tolerate being brushed and touched by you for its own good. And thank you so much for joining us today, Brenda. Thank you for having me. It's been nice. 
Yeah. Okay, well, we're both going to go out and enjoy the sun. And everybody out there at Life Radio Land, thank you for listening to Animal Party. And be good to your animals. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.